Welcome to episode 64 of Defying Physics. Today's episode, part two of the Dodgeball series. This year, when my church announced the date for the annual Dodgeball tournament, I was hyped. You see, as if a higher power was preventing me from attending, I had missed the past two tournaments. In my sixth grade year, COVID had just started, and in my seventh grade year, I was contact traced. To add insult to injury, the team I was going to lead, the Fierce Flamingos, had won the middle school bracket. I was devastated. This year, though, I was going to make it. When it came to selecting our team, I wanted to find a balance of people who would give us a chance competitively, but people who would keep the mood light and fun. Our team would be entering the competition as the monkeys of mass destruction, but the MC of our bracket kept calling us the monkeys of mass self-destruction, so we are better known under that moniker. Going into the tournament, I would describe it almost in the same way if you've listened to the Capture the Flag episode. If you haven't, one of the best episodes ever made, you should give it a listen. Um, the it, the feeling was the same. It was, it was just like this sense of this wave of calm. Um, of course, I was a little nervous. I I don't know if if a lot of people have this, but I have uh, really bad pregame jitters. So like, um, my stomach gets upset, and um, I don't always feel good, like because I'm just so nervous, and I. I say that I don't take it seriously, but I, I feel like I kind of, I do and I don't at the same time, if that makes sense. Um, but that, that's, I would, I would describe it as like a, a, a wave of calm. So I walk in and I go to see our court and I end up practicing with a high schooler. I'm, I'm there about an hour early and that was intense. There was only one ball, and we took turns chucking it at each other. But I was slimly missing his balls, and he was giving me a workout. I was covered in sweat, and I I, I began to have a little bit more anxiety ab about the tournament. I was like, uh, oh no, because <laughs> he was wiping the floor with me. I wasn't I wasn't landing any of my throws, and I was like, guess I'll be a substitute. And the workout was really intense, but it was actually really good. Helped me get some of the jitters out. Um, even though it made me more nervous, it, it actually helped me later down the line. That was actually way more intense than any game time situation I was going to face. Um, but let's get into the rules of the tournament because there were some special rules. You could not step out. Stepping out would be an automatic out. Um, you had two substitutes. So you'd start with eight players in, and the first two players that got out would be replaced. But then after that, everyone had to go out. Headshots did count. The game was three minutes, and if time expired, whoever had more people won. If you had the same amount of people when time expired... You went to sudden death, first person out, the other team wins. Doesn't matter. There would be four games of round robin play. Then you would be added to a single elimination bracket if you were seated high enough. So 
we get our team together. We are the monkeys of mass destruction, as you heard in that oh, wonderful intro. Let's go ahead and take you to the atmosphere of the first game we played. So three games in our bracket had taken place and I was kind of half watching, but I was a little too jittery to watch. Um, I had a, someone on our team, great guy, Jackson. He scouted for me the whole night, um, gave me a rapport and I kind of coached the team based off of that. In the preview episode, I said there wasn't gonna be a captain, and, but there was. When I signed up our team, I realized you had to have a captain. So I was the captain of our team, but what I said still stands. Uh, the fact that everyone on the team was equal and there wasn't like positions of power. Um, so that was that was good. So we get to our first game versus the Food Lovers. Three games have happened in our bracket so far. So we, I, I think I would say mostly 6th and 7th grade and our team is majority 8th grade. I think it's completely 8th grade. Yeah, I think our team was completely 8th grade. So we get to um we get to the game and I I started and I almost instantly got out. I I I so it's it's this it's this strategy I have where uh I do it when I'm playing checkers with my dad because my dad does this thing when we're playing checkers where he he won't do anything unless I sacrifice one piece. So I have to sacrifice at least one of my checkers for the game to actually like get going. So I was like, I'm going to make a risky move. So I picked up a ball and I kind of sidearmed it, made a low percentage throw, got out. And honestly, I wasn't surprised. So I just went out or sub went in. And the game was the match pretty uneventful. Um, there were there was a little there was a moment where I was like, oh shoot, we might lose this game. But our team um, edged them out. I think we had two more players than them. It felt good to win the first match, get the first match out of the way, have a little bit of momentum carrying into our second round robin game. That is until I learned who we were playing. We were playing the football team. Now, um, at my old school, the football team, so the eighth grade football team, they were not good. They like, they were really like proud and like being a football player, it's a lot of hard work, but being proud for winning like two or three games a year, which is what they did, um, isn't, it's not really something to be proud of. But the seventh grade football team, they are really good. Like they've won the championship. Like they're a good team. So we ended up playing mostly. There was one. It was the quarterback for the eighth grade team and a bunch of seventh grade football players that we ended up playing. And their captain, he was the eighth grade quarterback. He came up to our team while we were, so there was these like squares and we were in the on deck square and he was in the other on deck square and he came up to our team and he went and he like started flexing and he went to this one specific team member and he went up to her and he's like, and, um, 
And I think our team responded really well. Our team showed the competitive character. Um, we we didn't say anything back. We were just like, it was honestly, honestly, it was just a little bit strange for, for him to do that. Um, but but we just, we ignored it and we played and I, I was a starter this game, was not a sub. And, and I got a, a few key outs. I got two outs and then um, I had one throw which led to someone getting out and we ended up beating their team by four players and it was it felt really good because in competition the people that are annoying trash talk people that are good and trash talk are annoying but what's more annoying is people that are just good and they don't have to say anything about it they they're just so good their play does so much talking like it's so frustrating to play someone that's so classy yet so good because you want to find something to not like about them or you want to find something to discredit them but i just i'm so proud that our team stayed so calm and um and showed class and we were sportsmanlike we celebrated but we didn't taunt we weren't unsportsmanlike um, and it felt good, 2-0, um, we all went and got some water, then we huddled up, and we began to prepare for game three. So, pre-game three, we got together, huddled, talked strategy, what, we, what, what had we seen about specific teams, and a clear threat began to emerge. I forget the exact name of the team, but they were stacked, they were insane, we are so lucky that we did not play them in game three because we would have been blind. They they had swept basically every team they had played. And because up to this point, we hadn't fully we hadn't fully beat a team. We just gone till time had expired. Um, so it was a clear threat was emerging. And all I could think is I do not want to play this team. And Luckily for us, we didn't have to play them, and we ended up playing a team of mostly 6th graders called the Feisty 22s, and we quickly took care of them, wiped out their whole team, I didn't do much notable, but Dylan, um, one of our team members, really started to emerge, I think he had 4 or 5 outs, which is insane, and all around everyone worked together. And we were prepared for game four, got some water, again, huddled up. And this time, we were ready. Um, there was a little bit of drama in between, but the game got underway. So our team tried desperately um, throw, tried to make throws. We were trying to be careful because this was one of the strongest teams we'd faced yet. Um, but nothing we had really stuck, and our team began to fall behind. And so this is probably uh, my best plays of the night. I got two crucial outs to catch our team back up. Time expired and we went to sudden death. And we choked in sudden death. But we still held our heads high. Um, this was the first real adversity we had faced tonight. And this was going to be the turning point of the story. Do we let the adversity get in our heads and give up? Like we're... we're we were 3-0 uh, coming into this. We're about to go into the playoffs. 
let's like are we going to let this ruin our chances of the playoffs and our team again showed great competitive character responded to adversity we we talked about what went wrong so we analyzed we didn't stay um fixated on our mistakes we analyzed like what can we do better we moved on and we started to get ready for the next game. I can't be- I can't lie, I was feeling a little deflated, but our team, we encouraged each other and we kept going. Playoff time was upon us. And now now more than ever I was hoping, praying we would not be facing Ethan's team. You might remember Ethan from the capture of the flag, all around athlete. I was, I was hoping we wouldn't have to face him, but I knew my team could. I'm not saying we would. I'm saying we could get the job done if needed, but I really didn't want to test my theory. And luckily, we didn't have to. Game one of the playoffs, the quarterfinals. We ended up having a rematch with the Food Lovers, and the results were almost identical, except this time we were able to finish finish off their entire team. My personal performance didn't really get anything done. Uh, one of our teammates got headshot, and that was kind of funny. But other than that, nothing interesting really happened. We made it to the semifinals, and somehow, some way... The Feisty 22s, the team of mostly 6th graders that we had destroyed, had taken down Ethan's team, and we were facing them to get to the semifinals. So, we got together, we were like, let's do it, let's make it that, remember, remember from the preview episode, my goal, make it to the championship, and make it, we did. We downed the Bicey 22s in a much similar fashion as the first time. And this time, we would be rematching the Thunder Throwers, which is the team we lost to in Game 4, for the championship. What a storybook turning point. Storybook championship. A chance for revenge. A chance to uh, uh, avenge the, the adversity. The championship was almost ready. We had three minutes to get water, get ready, go to the bathroom, things of that nature. So the championship arrives and we're all feeling pretty good. Um, You know, it is kind of in the back of our mind that we lost this team, but we're ready to go. So uh, the game was very back and forth. Like we lost two players, then they would lose two players and we lost three then they lost three and it got to the point where I was out I was out I was um I was the first person out so I was out and I was watching the match unfold and um Dylan threw a ball skimmed one of the other players shoulders I was standing right next to the ref I was like uh he's out he's out like I was trying to be I'm not trying to be that kid because you know, there's kids like, he's out, he's out. So I was like, hey, like, he's out. Because I thought maybe, like, he just forgot to call him out or something. I was like, he's he's out. Um, But he didn't get called out. And then our team somehow got sent to sudden death. So we went to sudden death, and I was sitting on the sideline. And we lost the championship in sudden death. Now, 
um, it is alleged that this said person, after the fact, um, went uh, went up to one of our team members, admitted that the ball hit him, and so that so basically the championship was stolen. But that's not what I want to focus on here. What I want to focus on again is the competitive character of our team. Now, of course, our team was a little bit upset. However, our team kept class. Um, in fact, I went up to the captain, you know, told him good game. Even even though he lied about getting hit, you know, it's even um, I talked to the team afterwards. I gathered the team up. I wasn't planning on doing this. Gathered them up, and we talked about how sometimes life isn't fair. Sometimes you face adversity and it sucks. It really does suck because that championship, we fought hard for it and it should have been ours. It should have been us celebrating, but that's not what happened. And we need to focus on what we can control. I told the team we should just sell it. We should celebrate because like, look how well we responded to adversity. And that's the story here. The story here isn't the championship was stolen. The story here is the fact that that's what true teamwork is. That's what true leadership is. And this was a great way to learn that lesson. And I still am so proud of the way the team showed class with... Um, when we were dealing with dishonesty, we were dealing with unsportsmanlike competitors. Um, we had people try and intimidate us, people try and fight our team. Like, considering everything that we faced, I'm just the way that our team responded with such class and just we respected our opponents, even the ones that didn't respect us. It's a true example, a true lesson in how to be sportsmanlike, how to be respectful. And it's a lesson I will carry with me for a long time. That was insane. That is not at all what I happened. We didn't get that. Uh, that's not at all what I thought would happen. We didn't quite get the outcome I hoped for. But I got just like the Capital Flag Tournament. I learned a great life lesson. Thank you so much for listening. This was so fun to make. Goodbye. And... We'll get them next year.